Hello and welcome to the Richard Grannon Podcast with me, your host, Richard Grannon. Hello and welcome everyone to my first English-speaking podcast on my channel, Bakki met Bersma, which means having coffee in Dutch, with me, your host. I'm talking to Richard Grannon today, also known as the Spartan Life Coach. He has around 300,000 followers on YouTube. He has a degree in psychology and is also a martial arts teacher. He has dedicated his work to improving people's emotional intelligence, help them overcome personal suffering. He's an expert on narcissism, psychopathy, PTSD, codependence, and I would also like to call him a philosopher. I wanted to talk to Richard to learn from him how we can cope in this current crisis and how we can maintain our mental well-being. So in this conversation, we talk about what the nature of this crisis really is and why crisis doesn't really have to be a bad thing if you can take control over your own destiny. I hope you enjoy it. I love technology. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the tech anxiety that's, I mean, bigger than anything else, basically. All right. Let's go. This is really funny because I've seen so many YouTube videos of you and now it's like I'm watching your YouTube video, but it's actually with me. It's live. <laughs> Get over my starstruck thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's interactive now. <laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> I'm really here with Richard Grannon, you all. But it's a great honor to talk to you, Richard Grannon, also known as the Spartan Life Coach. Um, I have learned so much from you. Like, I, I think it was 2013 that I came across your videos, mm -hmm. struggling a little bit with my own family relationships, uh, looking for answers. I think it was a video that was called why your family hates you, uh, which now people think that my family hates me, but I mean, it was just <laughs> looking for answers. Like why are things going so difficult? The conversations yeah. were difficult. Uh, we were not seeing each other, you know, things like that. And you have this sort of tough love um, approach to your, to your teachings and to your videos. And I really like that style so that you have maintained that throughout the years. I haven't been watching you all these years. It's been a little bit off and on, mm -hmm. but I think it's really great that you have, especially in these crazy times, you have really put yourself out there and spoken, um, spoken to many people and helped many people. I, 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 I would guess, but before we hit all the, the COVID apocalyptic Armageddon talk, yeah. <laughs> um, how are you? Uh, generally pretty good. Yeah. Today is a good day. Uh, okay. Generally good. Yes. Thank you. You living in Spain right now or just on a holiday or? Um, sometimes I, I come and I'll do like five months uh, in Ibiza. I quite like working from here. It's a nice place to work from. So I'm at the tail end of a, of a five month stint in Ibiza. Yeah. It's better than the British climate weather. It is. It certainly is. <laughs> and how is the political climate compared to home right now? Well, Ibiza is, it does its own thing to a degree. Generally speaking, uh, Brits are still welcome here um, because, you know, it's a tourist industry. They need Germans, Dutch and Brits, but yeah, Brits yeah. Is, the, is the thick end of the wedge. Mm -hmm. So, it's, so it's, it, that's quite friendly. Um, things are strict. It's strict. You know, once you, you definitely, so everything is very laid back and very Southern European until mm -hmm. there is a, a law or a rule and mm -hmm. then you 
remember that this was a fascist country for several decades and uh, suddenly there's no leeway for anything. So politically, it's obviously the flavour is different than it would be in the UK. And, and I've spent time in America as well, but um, certainly a bit more liberal overall than the UK has been. But then when it isn't liberal, when you cross a boundary, it's very, very, very strictly enforced. The yeah. Dutch actually refused me entry uh, on January the 3rd of this year. Really? Which I was, yeah, I couldn't believe it. They didn't They're, even offer you quarantine for two weeks? and No, no. No? Why? No, they, just, they wouldn't let me leave the airport. There was me and a bunch of Brits who were trapped in, um, what's the main airport there in? Uh, Schiphol. Yeah, Schiphol. We were trapped there. Um, and we, we were told to collect our luggage. We had a security team take us to, to collect the luggage. We were told to buy a ticket to anywhere else other than, other than Amsterdam. Really? <laughs> really we strange. Really, we really like the Brits. They are, such, they are so friendly when they, when they come visit Amsterdam. <laughs> they are never drunk. They never misbehave. The interest for me is that you know so much about narcissism. And I think mm -hmm. that we cannot discuss this day and age, this crisis we are in right now, without um, actually talking about this issue as well. Sure. Like, and you have co covered this extensively in your videos. Mm -hmm. And maybe my first question should be my mo most important question. Well, this mm -hmm. is my second question. But what skills do we need as people right now to, to survive, basically, in this, this polarized, crazy situation? In Holland, it's the same. It's, every it's the same everywhere. Mm. Uh, people fighting over nothing, you know, mm. the... the Yeah. To answer your question, what skills do we need right now uh, to get through this? We need all of them. We need all of the skills. So we as a species are hitting a point, whether it's this or another crisis, we now must grow up. We now must evolve from our adolescence into adulthood. If mm. it wasn't this, it would have been another thing. So this is now inevitable yeah. for a lot of different factors. We are at a, a crisis point as a species. If it happens to be this and, and the evolution is created by this, then great. If it isn't, it will be something else. We must grow up. You know, we, we are now trapped um, in a prison of comfort that we've created as a species. We're the victims of our own success. Famine, plagues, genocide, earthquakes, none of that killed us. But no. finally reaching the cities of electric light and places where there's an abundance of food which mm -hmm. we dreamt of for hundreds of thousands of years, that could be the thing that takes us out. And it is, it is the narcissistic um, psychosis that that success breeds that's doing mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So yes, narcissism is also very, very relevant to, uh, to the scenario right now. So you're saying COVID is, the COVID crisis is not actually the, the primary cause of why we are in this place. It was just... Uh, um, just a cause basically and it could have been something else <clears throat> that made us all uh get stuck in this whole mass you know creating these masses of people that are uh just following the narrative and being very unhappy at the same time they're just they're being um very defensive about what mm -hmm. they believe should be the solution and everyone is just Based in Holland right now, the last few days, we, we, we just introduced the, the, um, the Green Pass this mm -hmm. last weekend. So um, I've been saying this before also. This is going to be a, a great. The differences are going to be very visible now, you know, because people can't hide behind. I don't know if I'm getting vaccinated, you know. They, they have to really be outspoken about it right now. And, and everyone's really... Mm -hmm. 
uh, agitated and the media is just going totally crazy with uh with accusing the um, the anti-vaxxers as they are called uh of not contributing so you can see the mass they're creating these masses right now that are really uh, like soldiers in a war trying to uh, shut us down and um the censorship on on internet is not helping either mm-hmm. so we, we we really need these maybe martial uh, psychological martial techniques to survive as as um as dissidents as people that want to you know cl- stay critical basically just practice critical thinking it's 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 a psychological warfare more than it is about facts would you mm. agree um it certainly is i mean we're con- we we know that because of the gaslighting we're being told to well the brits they have a phrase that they use which is follow the science follow the science Mm. and i'm like well that's not science that's not what you do in science you don't just blindly follow the last published research paper you challenge it and we're not following the science because there are plenty of scientists out there saying this is not how we should be doing this Mm. my view is um when i say it would be this crisis or another crisis it's global everybody's facing this all Mm. human beings wherever they are rich poor anywhere in the earth are being touched by this in some way Mm. and the second element that i think indicates that if it wasn't this crisis it would be another one as you've just said is it's a battle of narrative it's not a battle of science it's a battle of narrative and control of carefully selected scientific data there were many ways that we could have responded to this there were many things that we could have chosen to focus on Mm -hmm. we've chosen vaccines instead of antivirals that's an interesting choice that's just one that's just one thing why do we why is the big focus on vaccines not on antivirals if it's a virus that's the threat why is it not on health why are we not concerned that people are fat or drinking Mm -hmm. too much alcohol or we're even rewarding people for taking a vaccine by giving them donuts and cheeseburgers uh, in america yeah i think well you know, if we're following the science, the data has shown us very clearly that the people who die from mm-hmm. SARS-CoV-2 tend to be um, immune system compromised yeah. and or obese with other comorbidities that are brought about by living an extraordinarily unhealthy lifestyle. But we're not having that conversation. And we're not talking mm-hmm. about antivirals. It's vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. Yeah. So that's an example where we could say this is not... Um, this is really not about science. This is about an agenda. This is about a narrative. Mm. What you said about what we need to, to uh, combat it, yes, just being rational and just being reasonable won't be enough. Mm. It would only have been enough inside of an infrastructure that wasn't collapsing, but this one is. So there's no safety within. Yeah. There's, there's not much safety anywhere right now. <laughs> yeah, it feels that way uh, at least but um you also said uh, i think you also made a video about this why young men d- are the the ones that are really not um triggered by this crisis they're actually um very passive right now mm-hmm. i think what we're seeing is a, a culture that has um maybe deliberately like to fulfill an agenda or maybe it's just spontaneously occurred that way has become mm. toxically passive. And where you will see that, um, where you will notice the problem, where you'll see symptoms in the body will be in young men who shouldn't be responding this way, who wouldn't at any other time respond this way. No. But their testosterone levels are lower than any other time in recorded medical history. Um, many 
20 or 25 year olds were walking around with the testosterone level of a 65 year old if we went back to the 1930s so you're talking about mm. plummeting, like physically biologically hormonally men mm. are less masculine um and the whole culture is toxically passive and it's it's get things done by whinging get things done by complaining let's make movements and and you know okay good but as you just said these guys are following in that trend they're complaining what are they complaining about they're complaining along the lines of identity politics yeah oh you the name women for the offends me what are we talking about mate Mm, like I it. think it's called uh, bodies with a vagina now, uh, isn't it? Uh, good. The sure. Lancet, the Lancet, which is like the the leading scientific magazine, is it? What is what is that? I think it La- is. The, Lancet. <laughs> the, proper, they, the propaganda mouthpiece of America. <laughs> women are bodies with vaginas, and then of mm. course you have the 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 social justice warriors that are upset about that because mm. some bodies don't have vaginas and they're also women. I don't know. Yes, it's complicated. It's exhausting to actually get sucked into those um, stories. I've 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 experienced that. It's there's no point discussing it with with the woke uh, police. No, like like Douglas Murray has written a book about this. You 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 might know him. Um, oh, that's a crowd. He yeah. tried <laughs> to talk sense into the um, you know the the far left. Mm on this point but it just it, now it's, it, it has landed in in holland as well and i think I, f- I feel like it's next to the COVID thing it's it's just exhausting to just even switch on the tv or read the newspaper at this point don't, uh, don't do it but maybe that's the whole point isn't it that we get exhausted there is there is an agenda to exasperate people every narcissistic agenda includes uh deception gaslighting and the mm. attempt to exasperate the target because when yeah. the target is exasperated they behave in a irrational aggressive or depressed way and then the person who's doing the abusing can turn around and say look at you you're depressed or look at you you're angry mm. look at you you're unreasonable it's a reactive abuse mm. and as well as the intentional effort to do this, there is a spontaneous occurrence. I, I really think there's a spontaneity to this where people have drunk too much of, of a certain type of Kool-Aid that says, look, we must include everybody. That's a wonderful idea. Uh, mm. Things should be equal. W- wonderful, yes. And, and there should be no murder and indeed you, no you evil. Can't be, you can't be against all those things, no. That's, that's like um, <laughs> a peak manifestation of the trap. The name itself is a trap. Mm. Are you saying they don't? You know, and it's a threat. It's an implicit threat. And then you, you know, I, I refuse to acknowledge it because I, I, you can't make me say rape is bad. You won't like, no, it's a given. And if you don't trust me enough that you would assume that I think murder is bad or, or pedophilia is bad, mm. I'm not talking to you because you're mm. arguing in bad faith and you're trying to get me to submit. So no, I won't kneel. I won't mm-hmm. raise my fist. I won't say Black Lives Matter. I won't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. I won't. I, I refuse to acknowledge it because it's insane. And mm-hmm. I won't, it, it is a game being played to make people submit. Mm-hmm. Say that you think that murdering kids is bad. No. But but who who's, who's but you said the agenda. You said it's a game. But who's pulling the who's pulling the strings? Because I argue about this the most with people. Mm. Like people can see the narcissism. They can see mm. that you know, it's not about how, how how our lives can be better. It's really all about the narrative. They can see that. Mm. But then when you talk about 
the games they are playing, mm. everyone seems to get confused. Like, oh, but who is doing that? Like, right. there, there can't be like a room full of people that are making these, these, these crazy stories up. Like, there, no. what, why a, are they creating this narcissism? Or why, why are they gaslighting? Well, the, and who is, who is they? It's huh. <laughs> a good question. I think um, the way to analyze this is to say there is a sliding scale of intentionality and some things are intentional and some things are spontaneous and we need to be careful in distinguishing between the two. Mm. Otherwise, we'll become paranoid and we will go insane. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are agendas. With the Black Lives Matter movement, what was the agenda? Well, we know that one of the communist train leaders ended up owning four houses. One of them was a multi-million dollar house. Mm -hmm. He collected money in the name of a murdered black teenager, and the mother went public and said, I haven't seen a dollar of this money that's been collected in my murdered yeah. daughter's name. So it's grift. It's yes. grift. Yes. It's, it's simple money. You, know? and, and you very can just often, follow the money. You can just, yeah. Many times, it's many times. Pretty basic. But there is also signs that there is a broader agenda as well to break the will of the people and to break up the nuclear family, to break people's sanity, to break people's will. Why? Is it to turn us all into slaves to be shoved into the matrix? Maybe. But also we live inside of consumer, late stage consumer capitalism. And I want my population to be submissive. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'd like mm -hmm. them to vote the way I want them to vote. I'd like them to buy the trainers I want them to buy and the cars I want them to buy because it's good for my economy. Hmm. We've got to be careful pointing fingers. It's also us. It's also us. We are also lazy and apathetic mm. and greedy and addicted to consumers. Yes. So I would, agree, I would agree with what you're saying, but I'm also confused about the part where they, they can enslave us and control us because it benefits the, the, mm -hmm. the, the markets and the governments and mm -hmm. it's easier for them uh, to make us submissive to their, their ideologies and their politics. Mm. But on the other hand, they're creating these psychopaths, narcissists, uh, me, me, me people that are, like you said, greedy. They are mm. um, like the Greta Thunbergs, you know, they, they, they feel like they're on top of the world. They should be in power. Aren't, aren't they like overplaying their, their game a little bit? And when society has a lot of narcissism, that could really backfire also. Well, the, we're, we're back to the thing of the sliding scale of intentionality. Is there, if we say they, do we mean the people who run banks? Do we mean the people who run corporations, the marketeers? We're, we're a huge human population now. Yeah. We grew from 1 billion to nearly 8 billion in 180-something uh, years. Mm. And there's an awful lot of us doing, working, making, pushing things in certain directions. So the, that's why I say the they is also us. It's everywhere. It's everything. Yes, it's I in, agree. We can't, we can't be like a weather innocent targets and they're the evil. No, absolutely predators. not. It's, it's, a, it's a game we play together. I, I do believe that is true. It's, it's, a, it's a game we play together and sometimes we like to switch roles, if we're being honest. You know, people mm -hmm. would love to think of themselves as pure empaths, the pure mm -hmm. victims of a narcissist. Because yeah. if you're a pure victim... Well, you're a martyr, you're angelic, and they're demonic. This is polarized mm -hmm. thinking. It's, it's the thinking of of the dispossessed. It's uh, black and white thinking. Traumatized people think this way. Okay. I mean, adult, adult life doesn't work like that. It just no. doesn't. No. So we're not having these conversations because it's easier to say, I'm a pure victim, therefore I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm unstained, I'm unsullied, and therefore I can say whatever I want. That is narcissism. 
That is absolute pure narcissism. It's the narcissism. It's the narcissism of victimhood. It's the narcissism of um, Nietzsche called it slave morality. We would all love to believe that our powerlessness is completely outside of our control, but it means that we are good people. What does that mean? So we talk yeah. a lot about narcissism. We say there's a pandemic of narcissism, and I would say there can only ever be a pandemic of narcissism if there's a greater pandemic of codependency that permits the narcissism to exist. These are not mm -hmm. people walking around with machine guns and machetes. They're not, no. because no. those people are called psychopaths. Narcissists mm. don't do that. They require collusion. They require consent. If we were not vain, if we were not greedy, if we were not full of lust, there'd be nothing that the narcissist could do. They have to tempt people. They have yeah. to tempt them using their weakness. And once people are in that dynamic, they'll do the same thing. Nobody wants to look at their own shit, but the, hum the essence of human nature is narcissism. We were all born narcissists. Mm -hmm. if you, and anybody in your comments who denies that simply doesn't understand narcissism. It's no. a Freudian concept. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot uh, divide it from Freud. Healthy narcissism, a baby should be a narcissist. Then you're supposed to grow out of it. We all have that as our core template, me, me, me. Yeah, most people think narcissism is about having an inflated ego and you're like uh, the center of the universe. Mm -hmm. uh, like I I've learned from what I've learned, it's actually the opposite. How, but how does, the, how does the narcissism fit into the COVID crisis thing? Because I have this feeling that a lot of people are actually enjoying the in attention they are getting uh, when they comply to the narrative they they're taking mm. selfies when they've you know gotten the vaccine or they're they're being very very righteous about it you know they or is that just is that more like the hypnosis they're in or is this also more like a personality well they're they're only hypnotized by their own self-image it's pure narcissism when people are virtue signaling of mm. a signal is not uh, an adult to adult communication a signal mm. is is even in biology, signaling, the idea of signaling that we take this concept virtue signaling from, it's biological. It takes place between animals. Mm. And it's, tip it's typically, if an animal can signal positively, they can signal negatively. And animals lie to each other. They say, I'm good to breed with right now when they're not. I'm really strong and virile when they're not. They fake it. So yeah. signaling has, the concept has deception built into it. Virtue signaling is, is fundamentally deceptive and narcissistic. Please look at what a wonderful person I am. Well, if you're so wonderful, why do you need me to look at you? If you did I, a good I feel, thing, I feel like they've quiet. actually, I think they've really actually taken off that armor of being really likable and virtuous. I'm really, I'm really seeing the change in the last couple of weeks. Like the, we have the usual, like people on the television all the time playing Mr. Nice. I'm, I'm going to save Holland from the, from, from the virus. And, um, we want to do what's best for everyone. And now they, they're actually uh, signaling their, their hatred right now. Yes, like, but it's, it's, still, it's still a virtue. How does a Nazi show they're a good Nazi? How does a good Stalinist show that they're a good Stalinist? Mm. You know, it's still, but they're not virtue signaling to you and me. They're virtue okay. signaling to their own team. And it's become combative. There are battle lines drawn now. They don't mm. care if you like them. They want you to hate them. That's, mm. That feeds, that's narcissistic supply. Negative mm. narcissistic supply is still narcissistic supply. They're showing yeah. I'm a good, I'm good at coercion. I'm good at obedience. And oh, yeah, the people so, who, who believe obedience is a virtue, they're morons. It's so they have their different roles in, in this, in this um, time. Yeah. 
How are you experienced this these um, this crisis in your in your personal life? There's been practical issues like within the family unit around vaccination and and mm. social distancing and everything else, where most of my family just don't agree with my position at all, which is normal. I expect that. I nearly got yeah. thrown out of the place I'm renting because I refused to wear a mask when walking through the car park. We have an isolated car park, mm. and in the middle of summer when it was really really hot. I was pretty sh- in, in this closed car park surrounded by concrete. It's like 42 de- degrees C in there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you'd have to really want to get a vi- Like I'd have to sneeze on the floor and mm-hmm. you'd have to run over and lick it quickly before it evaporated in this heat. Yeah. And they wanted, they wanted to throw me out. They had like a little uh, community meeting because I, I kept mm-hmm. refusing to wear the mask in a boiling hot fucking car park. Mm. Um, in the gyms here in Spain, when you're training, you're supposed to wear a mask when you train. And I'm not doing that because that's no. insane. It's insane. It might, I sweat a lot. I'm not sucking on a sweaty, wet piece of material when I'm out of breath. That's insane. But you actually need, I've heard you, oxygen is important when you're like exercising. I, I don't heard know. That. Is that I'm a rumor doctor. or I don't know? I thought we, we should check. Let's check the lens. Water, <laughs> oxygen. I don't know. No, but it's 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 a it's about compliance, really, isn't it? I mean, hundred uh, percent. Showing showing each other that you're complying is re- what what the mask was about, like from the beginning. Well, it's a signal. It's a, it's yeah. a signal. It does nothing. We all know it does nothing because no. that's why when you sit down on a plane and eat, mm-hmm. you can take it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if all of you people really believe that there's a highly deadly, highly contagious virus afoot, mm-hmm. you wouldn't act this way. Stop it. You no. don't. No. Even the ones who are most virtuous don't believe unless they're so low IQ that they've yeah. not even thought through how a virus could transmit. And the thing that annoys me is we have, you must wear a mask and you must social distance. But I saw no order, because I traveled a lot during the pandemic. I saw no order in any country that said, Stay home if you have a cold and you're coughing and sneezing. So I have been through airports with people in masks, sneezing, coughing, mm-hmm. but it's not illegal. Nobody yeah. stops them as long as they have a mask on. I saw a woman uh, touching her face, coughing, with the, clearly with the flu, and she grabbed her child's hand. It might have been at Schiphol Airport, actually, not this time, but the time before, and then grabbed her child's hand. And I'm like, okay, that's dangerous. If we're yeah. talking flu snotty hand on snotty child's hand and then the child's just gonna rub it that's dangerous Mm -hmm. we've this is where i get frustrated with people saying follow the science and i'm like what do you think the mask is for oh it stops it stops me getting the virus no it doesn't no and nobody said that (laughs) no and it's it's also made us suspicious of normal behavior basically but when Mm. you watch people sneeze and you're thinking about well they just wear a mask and not yeah. sneezing actually what you're doing also is is making something more out something more out of the fact that she was sneezing and people are looking at each other like they're walking viruses basically my sister's kids they'd come i'd see them and i'd be kissing them on the face you know because they're, they're tiny little babies but they had they carried colds they're babies and then every christmas i end up with but richard like, they also need to get your 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 virus and bacteria sure, it's good sure for them. sure, sure. really small it's good my yeah, youngest sure. was, had a cold like for five years and like and yeah. he, he's fine you know we can find Normal. a balance i think i think what yeah. i would say is we, we can we can find a balance we're not all but, walking viruses no we but should, we shouldn't but, but yeah 
I think they're trying to bubble wrap us. You're an adult. You need yeah. to have choice and sovereignty of your own body. Yeah. And the way that this is being pushed is being totally, absurdly oversold. Mm. And it really frightens me. I'm really, really frightened by the, the hyper-normalization effects of this. Like, what happens with my body is now the government's um, concern. Yeah. And they've, they've leaned very hard into this instead mm -hmm. of just pushing antivirals and health and optional vaccination and mm -hmm. social distancing and everything you should do if yeah. there's a pandemic. Yeah. Is there still a pandemic? Well, it's become clear that big pharma has a big part, of course, in, in, in not making us too healthy. Not just the, the, the vaccines that they, they are selling, it's, it's also the antidepressants that they can sell in, in, during lockdowns. And mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's skyrocketing right now. Also in the Netherlands, people are depressed and lonely. They shouldn't take pills. I think they should be empowered to find a purpose i get a lot of emails from people they're like okay i listen to your, your to your live streams and it, it makes me a little less sad about what's happening and i guess that's a compliment but i'm it doesn't really reassure me that this that they are really working on a long-term solution for themselves i can see it in myself also i've i've been having weeks like okay well if the gym is going to close next week why should i why should i even go now your whole life is actually inside this whole sh whole issue i mean I, i can walk my dog and i can have a nice meal with friends but it's like it's always in our minds mm -hmm. like wherever we we go and 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 i don't even watch tv how to escape from this this um constant reminder that uh our future is uncertain and um we have to get the green pass and we can't go out so how do you focus on the positive Or should we even focus on the positive? Maybe we should just despair and, and do something with that. There isn't, I don't really have a collective solution here. I'm not. No. It's I'm not in, in, on the level of individual, always. Only on the level of individuals. I just want people no. to grow up. I just really <laughs> want people to grow up. Because if yeah. we grow up, everything grow will be up. fine. If we stay like children. When do we grow up? When? Yeah. I must be now. When this crisis goes away, there will be another one and another one, and another one, because we mm. can't maintain this. We can't live like this. It's mm. not sensible. It's not sustainable. It's not an adult lifestyle no. that we've adopted. The party's over, but mm. we're going to keep kicking the can down the road. Yeah. And that's all we're doing. You only have to look at the financial system that we're living in, or that we yeah. have been living with. We're, yeah. ki we, we're kicking the can down the road. We broke it. It's broken. 2008, we're still dealing with the after effects of 2008. Now okay. we're going to have this economic crisis, which will, which will feel the effects of for decades. Our grandchildren will be burdened with the debt that we've mm -hmm. accumulated during this crisis. Mm -hmm. So things have to change and the changes will be dramatic to the but individual. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Um, but do, okay. So we have to stop kicking the can down the road. So is, is protesting the, the COVID measures and going into the streets and writing about it, making movies, making these videos, is that not dealing with the real issue? In, in, my, in my humble opinion, it feels... Please be honest, because I think this is important. It feels masturbatory to me. It mm. feels masturbatory. What are we talking about? What mm. are we talking about? You want to... And this is only because of, you know, years of coaching and being in therapy myself. And I know my own bullshit. No, I want to talk about this. Well, why do you want to talk about that? Oh, because I can control that and it fits in with my self-image. Don't you want to yeah. talk about this? No, I don't. 
I don't want to talk about it because it'll make me cry. And I don't want to cry in front of a, a therapist. I don't want to cry in front of a... So let's talk about... We all do it. It's, it's deflection. It's a simple uh, defense mechanism. Mm. There are things that we must let go of. They're done. They're, They're old the, toys. People, things that we cannot control should, should be let go. Or we should just accept... There are, there are toys we like to play with. There are games we like to play. There's dress-up that we like to do. There's roles that we want to play. They're done. Mm. It's over. Now, if you keep clinging to it, you may, maybe mm. for, you might get a couple of decades out of it, but it's going to hurt. It's really, really going to hurt. And you're going to feel very, very sad and very, very anxious while, while you do it. There are many things that we need to let go of. Yes, there are positives okay. that we can focus on. But as you said, yeah, we should do the Kierkegaardian despair thing. Some of this really sucks mm. knowledge the fact that it really sucks i think a, a, a lot of people are protesting having yeah. the social movements and everything hoping it will go back it won't go back are they really are they are they hoping it will go back i think will, they're, they're looking to they're looking to regain 2018 they just want it back they just want their lives back they want netflix and uber eats back and the freedom to travel wherever they want and mm. take cheap holidays and all the rest of it yeah Yeah, you know, there's a lot of disagreement in in the circles that I, you know, work. My colleagues and people I know that are actually going into the streets, or they they're very critical of the whole COVID thing. Mm. And like the half of them are like, we have to let go of this system. The system mm. is is broken. We cannot mm. we cannot win this fight within the system. So, mm -hmm. for example. Um, they don't want to go to the courts. They don't want to fight the measures through the, 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 the lawyers and the judges. They, they don't want to uh, argue with the journalists. They, 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 they don't really want to participate in this, in this broken system. I would agree with the premise that it's broken. Mm. So they have like these, they're creating these parallel um, groups of people. Like they're taking care of each other. They're going, they're meeting up. They're mm. thinking about going to other countries or, And you have the other side that is going to the courts. They're trying to show the mass what mm. is happening. You know, we don't have the illusion that we will win all these cases. But I, I think I'm in, like in the middle. I'm, I'm really trying to think of a way that, that, that fits my, my belief of what the future should be. I think it's a sad thought that we should call the system off like the system is bad i mean i i believe in democracy and, and and the rule of law i don't think you need to find a solution along those lines what i would say is your fight is your fight my fight is mine mm. you can't fight my fight i can't fight yours no. i have different skills you know so it's from from each according to their abilities to paraphrase I think, mark i think this is true in order to do what you're doing but mm -hmm. you but The truth is also that we are connecting. I am connecting with other people in other countries. Mm -hmm. um, there's this, like, I think Rupert Sheldrake, who is a biologist, calls it morphic resonance. There's this need to reach out to other like-minded people mm -hmm. to stay basically uh, afloat and try to, you know, find some sort of common ground. Mm -hmm. I think we need, we need to have a... I, I, a little collective of our own, basically. It's difficult to walk away alone. It's, it's not a well, you know, human I, I, desire to do that. If that's what people feel called to do and they want to create a collective, then, then they should do that. They should, mm -hmm. they should fight this in the way that they see is, is best fit for them. Every individual should do it in the, the way that they see is best fit for them and shouldn't, shouldn't feel pressured or coerced to fight it in, a, in the vision of another person. 
collectivism is a problem. It's been a problem. We're living with the problems of uh, homogenization. Like we should all think this way. We should all do this. Mm. Uh, you mentioned Sheldrake in the morphogenetic field. Like, is there something shifting within the morphogenetic field of humanity mm. itself at mm. the unconscious level? Certainly. We're agitated and we don't know what to do. We want to be told what to do. And yeah. I, irritatingly, frustratingly, will say, no, it's on you now. There's no external agency left. It's internal. Your locus of control must become internal. Every time you reach out for another or a system or a political yeah. ideology, it yeah. will fail you. Yeah, I, I've noticed that too. People tend to go to new leaders very fast. Mm -hmm. Like they look up, they, 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 they hate the political system, they hate their leaders, and then they're looking for a new person mm -hmm. that they can adore and, and, be, uh, and they can be. But that's what children do. They reach yeah. out for mummy and daddy's hand. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. we've got to grow up. There's nobody coming to save us. It's just the individual, like Jordan Peterson's basic message, actually, for this time. Yin is good. Collectivism is good. So mm -hmm. is individualism. So is Yang. We just lean too far one way. That's yeah. his message. We went too chaotic. Let's bring some order and some individualism back instead of trying to fix the world, which is easy. It's fun trying to fix the world. You're all having a festival of fix. Mm -hmm. Hide in your own room. Make your damn bed. You know, just Make do your it yourself. Bed, yeah. Make your damn bed, bucko. He's right. Bucko. He's right. Yeah. And that's why people get so angry with him because it's, It's very triggering for people who are emotionally codependents, usually, some of them highly narcissistic mm -hmm. and borderlines, who are invested in social justice, who are invested in trying to mother the world better. No, it doesn't need that. Let the world be broken and let it grow up. Let it, let it be in pain and let it get stronger from that pain. There's our ayahuasca moment where we vomit and we shit and we cry and, mm. right? and then we, we, we awaken refreshed and, and anew with a new vision. We okay. must be stronger than this. Yeah. We must be stronger than this because the, the crisis is our success. The crisis is there's too many of us and there's only too many of us because we successfully made it to the cities of light and Atlantis that we've dreamt of for so long. Now we're here and we're fucked. We're fucked. We're but it's also an opportunity, basically. It is an opportunity, but don't hold on to malignant optimism. When it's no. wrong, say it's wrong. When it's fucked, say it's fucked. Yeah. Let it be fucked. It's hard to do that. I understand like the anxiety of going, no, I can't be completely fucked. Some of it is completely <laughs> fucked. And But, if, we yeah. can, if, we can, if we can accept that and go through the, the grieving yeah. cycle, the yeah. anger, the denial, exactly. the bargaining, exactly. get to acceptance, we have a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people are maybe still in the face of denial or... Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Rage, denial, bargaining. Rage, denial, basically all of them. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, but eventually we'll get to acceptance. We'll go, hey, you know what? It's not that bad that it's fucked. It's okay that it's fucked. It's not very yeah. nice that we were no. spunking out. Just have a good, just have a good cry. Just have a good cry and, and get on with it. It's uncomfortable to grow up. Humanity's grieving the loss of its childhood and it's fighting and kicking like hell to hold on. Okay, fine. Fight and kick. Hmm. Eventually you will become exhausted. And if it's not this crisis, it will be the next one. If it's not the next one, it'll be the one after that. We are moving in a direction that mm -mm. we cannot change. No. We cannot change. We cannot change humanity. We have to grow up and be so, adults to mm -hmm. be human, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. And, but it, for many people, it, it can be difficult to swallow like, the red pill in, in such a short time. I mean, um, <laughs> um, 
I, I've, I've met people that are still somewhere in 2008, you know, they're still dealing with the whole, you know, maybe we're not like a democracy anymore. You know, it's like they're <laughs> yeah. still, oh, why is my house so expensive? Why, uh, why are these people? Who stole all the cookies? Yeah, and why are they in jail? If we live in a democracy that's liberal and Western and wonderful and based on European values, yeah. why didn't anyone go to jail? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and it, and it wasn't in the newspaper so it's not true right. i didn't i didn't that that's a conspiracy theory because it wasn't in the newspaper everyone needs to go through their own process basically i'm still going through a process every day of thinking like okay what is true what is up what is down like yeah. what what can i change what yeah and i have fear for my children also because you know sure. i mean um that would make it easier i guess if i was alone but but I mean, I have to deal with it. Yeah. You have to deal with it. You've got to be kind to yourself. Uh, humanity's never been stressed through the stressed in this way mm. before. No, the stress is the stress is unprecedented. This is mm. high level psychological torture. It's mm. very, very, very hard. Mm -hmm. I think on the other side of this, a better world awaits. I'm I'm optimistic, mm -hmm. but it won't be like this. It won't look like this. It won't feel like this. Would, would we need religion in that new world? I oh, think God, yes. We have, yeah. we, we've done the non-religion thing. We've run that experiment. It's over. We can't, oh. like, pure materialism. You want to talk narcissism and the flourishing of, 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 of narcissism? Pure materialism mm -hmm. has led us to that. Yeah. Look how miserable and wretched we are without spirituality. Nietzsche Look was really we, right about this. this, this Nietzsche, Nietzsche and, and, you know, credit to Dostoevsky. Yeah. They, were right, they wrote the same message within three years of each other. All credit to them both. They saw yeah, that. It was a late 19th century. They just, just hit the, 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 the big point, really. Mm -hmm. And they did a great job of predicting the future. Both of them. Both of them yeah. saw what was coming. Both of them could see. Yeah. But if you took this, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a religious man. I don't believe in an individualized Abrahamic God who's watching over me and wants to smack my bare bottom when I've been bad. I wish I could. I'd find that comforting, even if he was a bad Why guy. Why would he want to smack you, Richard? He loves you. Yeah, but he, does, he, he can see how naughty I am. That's, that's why he would want to do it. I would prefer that than what I have, which is like, yeah. if I'm being honest with myself, I'm like, no, there's, there's nothing there. There's no there there. But I'm here. You're here. This technology is here. Mm -hmm. That's amazing magic. That's yeah. incredible magic. And if we can come back to each other and we can come back to some humility, so we don't need the old Abrahamic religions. We can't take them back. They're, they're, it's done. Like, I don't really believe in the atheist approach. No. no. I don't know. No. It's, it's, uh, there's, no, there's nothing, there's nothing to like it. That, which says that morals are, are human uh, fabrications and we can just, through common sense we can come to an understanding about what is right and wrong that that is not really working like the sam harris method i've seen sam harris actually really uh, um embracing the the, yes. the totalitarian yes. um way of thinking exactly exactly which is really it's so interesting to study so why so we, why so, these so now we see as jordan peterson would say we see what the application of that philosophy actually is mm. the philosophy sounds great but how do you live how are you living? Ah, so totalitarianism is how you choose to live if you're yeah. this clever, clever type of atheist person. Yeah, yeah. And Dostoevsky created uh, a character like that in the Brothers Karamazov. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name, who was a Sam Harris character. He had all the words. He had all the philosophy. Mm. 
but no humility, no, no, no reverence, no, no sense of, for me, I just, I just would say it's simple for me. I go, did I create this? No. Am I causing myself to be? No. So I'm not in charge here. No. So mm. it's really simple. At the top of everything isn't me, but no, without. That's the, exactly. Exactly. Without God, without and that's a liberal. Like, that's actually a really liberating thought. I, I, I think to think. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like it is. you, you need this transcendence. You need to think about, you know, something larger than yourself mm-hmm. to actually look at yourself. I think, and to remember what you are, and just be like, yeah, I'm still an animal. I'm driven by childhood trauma, memories, cultural trauma. You know, just dumb stuff. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not worthless because of it. <laughs> But you and I, like all of humanity, mm-hmm. our language isn't our own. Our thoughts are not our own. And our impulses are not our own. No. It's pure narcissism to say, oh, I'm a self-driven. I choose this. I choose that. No, not really. <laughs> You're carrying your mom's stuff, your grandmother's stuff, your grandfather's stuff. We're all carrying an yeah. awful lot of intergenerational trauma that directs where we're going. It's mm. hard to admit that. Yeah. It's, hard to put, it's hard to put that on Instagram and be like, aren't I cool? I'm driven by unconscious <laughs> impulses. There should be a channel like that on Instagram, like, <laughs> like talking about all the things that you are not, you know, like yeah. I'm not fabulous. I'm not great. I'm not, you know, what is left? Hmm. I'm sitting here and thinking like, like yeah. something like that. Do you think uh, psychiatrists are going to have a lot of work in a couple of years, like all the C- CPSD and that will arise from all the stress that we are facing now? 100%. The mental health yeah. crisis will be decades long. We were already in one before this began. In the UK, the system mm. was creaking. Now the system is broken. If mm. you have a very, very serious mental health issue in the UK, mm. you will be spoken to by a quickly trained early 20s person and then directed to a computer program for your therapy. I'm not making that up. A lot of people just can't afford 40 quid, 60 quid an hour to, to speak to therapists. They just can't do it. So... Yeah, the mental health crisis is, uh, is, is, is a tsunami that's still building and uh, we'll eventually be able to count the cost. It, it, when we look at the self-harm spikes, the body dysmorphia, the suicide rates, mm-hmm. it'll take us about four or five years to collate that data. Yeah. But when we do, we'll see the catastrophe. No, well, you won't be out of work then. That's for sure. No. no. Can you handle it? <laughs> uh, with great distance yes i just keep keep as much distance as i possibly can i'm too sensitive to really know what's happening to people but you seem very sensitive to me like a really empathetic person and i i I always think like how can you deal because i've heard jordan peterson say these things as well like it's really difficult to speak to all these people and their problems and it it affects him i can see it affecting him a lot does it affect you or do you or do you use it for your own no no it affects me terribly i I understand why jordan peterson is often he cries uh when he's being interviewed because of the 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 weight of Mm -hmm. what he's carrying i think he has a preponderance well he said he has a preponderance towards depression himself yes I, i i keep away from it i i i try to understand it algorithmically i create formations and i look at them opaquely as i look at a collective of people who have a certain type of issue i'm an engineer and i'm going to offer them material that will help them with that issue i do not want to hear about how your father beat you when you were five i can't deal with it i carry it and i I, so i don't do i don't do face-to-face coaching anymore okay too too uh sensitive for that stuff i don't have any more questions really is there something else that you would like to 
elaborate on or add to what we've talked about? Or... I don't think so. We covered a lot in an hour and five minutes. I know. My, my last podcast was two and a half hours and everyone was complaining it was too long. So okay. I'm really glad <laughs> that we made it like exactly one hour. I okay. think that's we kept, great. We kept it tight and punchy. Which, uh, yeah. One of the things that I was going to say before that maybe is, is, is a, a point to mention in terms of compassion, um, a lot of this is fear-based. And if you were if you were traumatized in childhood, this this situation probably doesn't terrify you. You know what terror is, where you can't move and you can't do anything at all because you're a child and you're you're kept by your captors inside of a prison to be psychologically and physically tortured. One can detect this, um, and so it's not as fear-inducing. It's not as uh, terrifying, and we need to realize that the people who are being terrified like this in 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 such an obvious and stupid way by mm-hmm. such a you know, a non-threatening virus come on. Um, I've never, they've never been stressed like this before and they're very sensitive and they're very spoiled and they are, many of them, really terrified. Even though they're virtue signaling, even though they're posturing, they are actually driven by terror because Mm -hmm. they think something awful is out there that's trying to get them or at least they did in the beginning. And the thing with terror, once you put it in the water, it's kind of like putting a psychedelic in the water. It warps and distorts people's perceptions and behaviors. It has an acidic quality to it. It reduces yeah. people's boundaries and takes them back to an infantile state. Mm-hmm. Great. Very, very enlightening. Thank you, Richard. You're welcome. This is a conversation and good luck with, um, with your work. Thank you. Thank you. you. Is there a picture of you that I could use? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll send you a good one. I've had a, I've good had one. a few good ones done that have been like photoshopped. I look pretty and everything. And you deserve uh, a very good one. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's good for the clicks. For it the is good for the clicks. Yeah, yeah.